Critical Thinking, Episode 2. In the last episode, I discussed the four types of statements, categorical statements, universal affirmative, universal negative, particular affirmative, particular negative. In this episode, I want to take a, a closer look at some of these and how they work together. Universal affirmative, which we also call a type A statement, all S are P. Any S is P. Any member of the S category is a member of the P category. Each S is P. Every single S is P. Whatever S you have, it must be P. These are all universal affirmative statements. Be careful when you're looking at, at descriptions or sentences in natural language, you have to make a decision if it's intended to be a universal affirmative statement or not. Some are very obvious. If I said a bachelor is an unmarried male, that's, that's a universal affirmative statement. It's true by definition. If I said politicians are corrupt, well, it might be intended as a universal claim, but it probably isn't, and it would be hard to defend as a universal claim. Because, as we'll see, in order to refute a universal affirmative statement, you simply need to produce one counterexample. So, when you're facing arguments, and you think they're making a universal affirmative statement, well, take time. Maybe think about it, and see if you can press it or not. Another type of universal affirmative statement that is hidden slightly is when the, the, the statement incorporates the word only. Only dragons breathe fire. Well, only D, only members of the D category, are creatures that would be part of the B category, things that, which breathe fire. There is no standardized form, only D or F. Instead, if you think about it, the only is a limiting predicate. And we need to flip the, the subject and predicate terms around. Only dragons breathe fire is the same as saying all fire-breathing creatures are dragons. So only D or F has to be expressed as all F are D. Only bees make honey. All insects which make honey are bees. All H are B. So just be aware the word only is going to indicate a, a predicate statement and needs to go into the, the predicate spot. And in this particular case, what, what looks to be the predicate like fire breathing or make honey, needs to become uh, the subject. Universal negative statements, those are type E statements. Universal, no S or P. Not a single member of the S category is a member of the P category. Not a single person has walked on Mars. Horses cannot fly. No member of the horse category is a member of the category of things that fly. We have particular affirmative, which we also call type I. You can see the alphabetic sequence A E I O. Some S are P. There is at least one member of the S category that is also a member of the P category. 
A word of caution. We very often want to infer more than is allowed. If I said some doctors are competent, what I mean, logically, is there is at least one doctor who is competent. It would be wrong to infer that there are doctors who are not competent. That would be negating the predicate, or doctors plural. Finally, we have the particular negative, type O statement. Some members of the S category are not members of the P category. Some S are not P. Some mammals are not terrestrial creatures. And a similar caution as to the, the I-type statements. The type I statement does not entail an, a type O statement. And type O statements might appear to suggest a type I statement, but they do not. For example, if I said some cult members are not fanatics, you cannot infer that some cult members are fanatics. So watch the, the transitions between particular affirmatives and particular negative statements. So given these, we have what we call immediate inferences. These are inferences that can be drawn from a given statement that are logically correct, or in some cases logically incorrect here, but I want to look at the, the, the logical conclusions which can be drawn. You can simply change the terms, the, the way the terms are phrased, and know that it is correct. For example, we have what we call conversion, or take the converse. You simply flip the subject and predicate terms and see what happens. So if I have all S or P, the converse is all P or S. In types E and I statements, so universal negatives and particular affirmatives, conversions are fine. If I said some chess player study philosophy, that's a type I statement. I can logically flip that into some people who study philosophy are people who play chess. If I have a, a type E statement, no elephants are reptiles, I can immediately infer no reptiles are elephants. But of course, conversion does not apply in the case of universal affirmatives or particular negatives. As I mentioned last class, we had the statement, all propositions are sentences, but not all sentences are propositions. Or you might have, all Roman Catholics are Christian, but you cannot infer all Christians are Catholic. Or the typo statement, the particular negative, some fruits are not oranges. You could not insert, assume that some origins, oranges are not fruits. You may be wondering why I'm talking about these kinds of details, but there are, there's a common error in reasoning here. We say, you know, all communists are socialists. Sure, all members of a communist with communist leanings would have leanings that would be covered by socialism. But it's illogical to assume that all socialists are communists. All communists believe in universal health care. But it's not logical to assume that everyone who believes in universal health care is a communist. And again, there are many people who, who make this kind of 
illogical switching of terms. In addition to conversion, we also have contrapositive inferences. This is a bit more complex. You flip the subject and predicate values, and the second step, you negate both elements. In this case, all type A statements and O statements, all universal affirmative and particular negative statements, retain validity in contraposition. All S are P becomes all non-P are non-S. All horses are quadrupeds is the same as all non-quadrupeds are non-horses. Some S are not P becomes some non-P are not non-S. Some healthy people are not smokers. Some non-smokers are not non-healthy people. Contrapositive inferences are not valid when we're dealing with type E statements or type I statements. These are just really bizarre, and I don't I want to spend a lot of time thinking about these, but no SRP becomes no non-P are non-S. No cats or animals that fly becomes no non-flying animals are non-cat-like. Or not like, what the hell does that mean? Did, I don't know, whatever it means, it does not mean what the first uh, clause meant. Some S are P becomes some non-P are non-S. Some horses are ponies, fine, becomes some non-ponies are non-horses. Again, it doesn't mean some horses are ponies, so they're not logical inferences. In looking at uh, contradictions or these, these contraries, or the insertions of negatives, I want to point out that when you negate a pre predicate, you do that by adding non to the predicate. Don't change the wording to what you imagine as an opposite. That might be a contrary. If I'm talking about happy things, the contradiction is a non-happy thing. It would be wrong to flip happy into unhappy, or take unhappy as the contradiction. It's a different class. The typical contraries that you need to be careful with uh, happy, unhappy, white, black, black, white, good, evil, friendly, hostile, pleasant, unpleasant, beautiful, ugly. Just for example, it would be a true statement if I said the world is white and non-white. It would not be a true statement if I said the world is white and black. So think about how, uh, how you look at those uh, contraries versus contradictory statements.